Hey everybody, Economic Ninja. Hope you're doing good. You know, I want to talk about inflation. I heard a pretty bad answer when it came to inflation the other night, actually. And I wanted to address it. The question was, is there more of an explanation or a definition, and I'm literally going off of memory, than inflation is caused by an increase in the money supply, thus causing prices to go up? And the answer, to be honest with you, was not a good one. There was a lot of big words, 18,000 foot views. I, use, I like this philosopher and that philosopher's answer. And quite frankly, let's just break it down very simply. There's actually a couple, a few definitions floating around, whether it be Webster's or others. And again, I don't have notes in front of me. I don't do that kind of stuff. I just guess I don't have time for it. One, one definition is that uh, inflation is... Yes, absolutely, caused by an increase in the money supply, thus leading to higher prices. There's also another uh, definition of, and it literally is something as simple as, inflation is the increase of costs overall. Like, wow, that's pretty impressive. No duh. But honestly, there's a few different reasons why costs go up. And we're going to break that down right now. First off, one, yes. An increase in the money supply or debt does lead to higher prices. Why? Well, it's very simple. When people are allowed to get money at barely, for literally almost nothing, right? Anytime money is increased and it is given out amongst the populace, and you've seen this recently, when it comes to, oh, what is it? Um, you know, subsidies and, you know, government money going out to people in need. Those people that don't have to work hard for it tend to use it loosely and they'll buy just about anything with it. And what happens is you have more money flowing in the market for fewer and fewer goods and that causes the prices to go up. Another thing is, is it drives speculation. When anybody is able to borrow money at very low rates and great terms, and able to go and speculate in the market because their risk is now low or lower than previous times in the past, that speculation, again, causes prices to go up because you have too many dollars chasing too few goods. And it doesn't matter if it's dollars, yuan, yen, euros, rupees, 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 scruples, jizo. You get my point. It doesn't matter if this is the same thing for any fiat currency. Now, on the flip side, you have demand, and that is a whole nother animal. And demand has nothing to do with an inflated currency. Demand is its own thing. Whether it be art, now that's one kind of demand because people feel that there's only so little of it that it's going to go up and up and up in value. Or let's break it down into the baseball card realm. You know, a lot of people have justified for years, and it is true, that, you know, there's only so many Mickey Mantle rookie cards and a lot of them have been destroyed over the years because they've been put into bicycle spokes, you know, to make the bike sound like a, a little uh, car. Don't think I know you haven't done that. I did it as a kid and it was awesome. Point being is that that would speculate, that would lead to speculation and people buying and being willing every time they go to a store to pay a couple cents more or a dollar more for that baseball card because they go, hey, in my mind, I'm justifying it because, and I do believe, and like with the Mickey Mantle cards, it's true. Over the years, there are more put into bicycle spokes, more house fires, 
more destruction weather events that lead to more and more of these cards being destroyed, which means there are fewer and fewer on the market, thus being more valuable because people are willing to pay for them, right? That's just straight demand. Now, when we talk about demand on the other side, let's say survival style demand for food. When there is uh, an issue like a, a natural disaster in a, low, in a region, right? For a certain amount of time until more emergency supplies come in, prices historically have risen on necessities. Call it price gouging or whatever you want. The point is, is that prices have gone up because for a certain amount of time, it becomes rare and scarce and people need it. So they're willing to, again, go to the store and say, how much is it? Well, it's five bucks more than it was yesterday. Gosh, that sucks, but I don't care. I need it. Give it to me. So you see, there's that side too, that people don't understand. So you know, economics is not just a one-sided coin. And that's what I absolutely love about it because, and this is the positive side of things, no matter who you are, or how rich you are, if you can grasp two sides of a coin and understand that not everybody in the room it thinks the same way you do, that's how you take advantage of markets. Because again, some people like right now are buying up real estate saying it's never going down, this time is different, and they're complete tools. I'm not even joking. That whole, this time it's different, yeah, you're right, it is different. We're printing a ton more money and we're making stupid decisions with our uh, mortgage markets. And yes, it is different, which means it's gonna be bigger and worse, the crash. And so my point being is as long as you can see both sides of the coin, especially when it comes to inflation, inflation is not here to stay. I hate to tell you that. There, there will be some type of reset, whether it be a, uh, a backing of the currency or a new currency altogether, like what we saw with the euro popping in in what the early 2000s, there will be a revaluation of prices because of perceived value of goods. End of story. Now the question is, when will that happen? I have no clue. But I just thought I'd throw this out there and give you guys something to think about. Thanks so much for watching, guys. The Economic Ninja is out.